Hey, Dinks, welcome to Dentist in the Know, your backstage pass to current trends, politics, and education in the dental world. We are dentistry source for honest, relevant information. And with that in mind, this is JB's News on the Go with Dentist in the Know. So introducing to you with all the relevant information, Dr. Jennifer Bell. An interesting post was put up this week about Walmart now seeking dental health care providers to be able to provide dentistry in their uh, community stores. Um, and they've opened a few. Uh, Paula Cat just posted projected 200 uh, to be opened, or at least they've discussed and planned for 200 of these dental locations. I had heard about this a few years ago, and then it sort of fizzled out. I think COVID put a little bit of a damper on that, but it seems like it has picked up momentum again. And, you know, Target launched whitening uh, kiosks or stations in their facilities not that long ago as well. And I think it brings up some interesting topics for us as dentists and certainly as we look at our advocacy organizations to see what opportunities we have to continue to better the profession. Maybe this is exactly what the profession needs. Maybe it's the exact opposite of what the profession needs. But certainly we as dentists and healthcare providers for patients should have a seat at the table to sort of help direct uh, the, the ship a bit for how consumers uh, achieve and receive dental care in our communities. And so I think it's it will continue to be a topic that we need to discuss. And unfortunately, it sort of piggybacks on some additional webinars that I watched this week that were presented by the ADA. I will give the ADA immense amount of credit. Over the last couple of years, they have been incredibly diligent about collecting data from dentists on a very regular basis, almost weekly, um, from dentists in private practice to try to continue to gauge uh, activity levels on the ground, in the trenches, seeing patients every day. I think this started as a COVID project so that they could be responsive to dental needs quickly to figure out what was happening on a local front. But it sort of morphed into this very interesting data accumulation project that they've developed. And post-COVID, we're seeing some really interesting trends in data happen. And it's really thanks to the ADA continuing to collect that information. So they sent out, I, I had a couple links to watch some of the webinars. And because I'm a bit of a dork, I consume this information on a regular basis. So in between patients over the last couple of days, I've been watching some of the webinars that they posted. And I will tell you, if you really want to get bummed out during the middle of the day or your lunch just isn't exciting enough, you can watch these webinars to really get depressed about potentially where the current state of dentistry sits. There's a lot of good things happening. Dentists are back in the workforce force, full force. They are um, treating patients pre-pandemic levels. There's a lot of activity for them to be able to provide dentistry. There was a really interesting statistic that I thought was worth mentioning this evening. And it was comparing the rate of inflation and the rate of consumer spending within dentistry and the cost of, de of dental services. If we look back over the last 25 years, dentistry has always trended slightly above the consumer price index for average goods and services, which was a good place to be. Maybe people thought our prices were slightly high, but we were always just above the inflation line of consumer pricing index. In the last year, we have fallen 
quite a bit below the price index, consumer price index, almost 4% below, which you might think is not that much, but it's pretty significant when we've always been 1% to 2% above. And when you compound that with the fact that many doctors have not been able to increase fees because of in-network participation, and they're seeing rising costs because of those inflationary and consumer price index uh, rates being present, uh, I do worry about the future of dentistry and what these compounding effects are going to be. In fact, in our pre-show with Doug, we were talking a little bit about what will that look like if a lot of these DSOs and PE firms want to start making offers on practices because there's a there's a tremendous economic compression. I don't know the right answer. I think it continues to be a topic we should be discussing and discussing regularly. It's incredibly complicated and far outside of what dentistry really is. Um, it's an economic um, propensity I think we have towards maybe seeing a fundamental shift in dentistry and uh, we can't sit back and wait for that to happen. So, you know, advocacy is going to be a big part of this open conversations with our peers. And as Chad really mentioned, health, mental health services as well for dentists who are experiencing burnout or that financial compression to make sure that everybody's well-being will come through this particular dip or change in the economic status of dentistry in an okay fashion. Hey, Dinks, that's it for today. Just wanted to say thank you for being a part of Dentists in the Know. You know, dentistry is an amazing profession, but it's more rewarding when you're in the know. 